the IBM Cloud Podcast, coming to you every show with information about new capabilities and releases. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the IBM Cloud Podcast. We're your hosts from the offerings team here at IBM Cloud. My name is Ian Lynch. And I'm Steve Choquette. And today we have as our guest, Jay Lindbergh. Now, Jay is the Director of Offering Management with our Data and AI team. Welcome, Jay. Hi, guys. Good to be here. So last time we were able to talk about the first rung of the AI ladder. The first step is collect, which is about making data simple and accessible. Now, your step, the one we want to talk to you about is organize. What in the world does that mean? Uh, yeah, okay. So organize, it's really about, as you've been collecting all of this information, you really need to understand what that information is. Because otherwise, how on earth are you going to use it to move up to the higher rungs of the ladder. And so the organized step is really a collection of capabilities and technologies that allow you to actually understand what your data holds, understand its value, understand its quality, and then organize it in a way in which uh, somebody can easily find that data and use it and trust that data to deliver value from it. So it's essentially, Jay, making your biz or making your data really business ready, right? So while I was reading through, I'm not going to lie. So I needed to kind of upskill myself a little bit and figure out all about the AI ladder before we decided to create this series. And one thing I stumbled across was that this term called business ready analytics foundation. What exactly does this mean? Yeah, so business ready uh, data really means um, making sure that the data that is going to be consumed by your data systems, your data scientists, your business analysts, um, is really uh, in a format and has the correct properties associated with it so that they can derive value from it quickly. I mean, don't forget, we've been talking for a long time around how data scientists spend 80% of their time looking for data and only 20% doing their data. Right. By providing business-ready data, what we're saying is, we can collect and organize and understand that data, its value to the business, understand the business entities inside that data, and then that prepares it for business consumption. So that business-ready term is really using those services inside the organization step of the ladder to then ensure that the consumers of that data are able to go and use it much more easily. So Jay, in terms of the word ready, right, do we, how do we know it's actually ready? Because like you'll talk to clients or if I have my own little startup with Steve and you come up to us and say, hey guys, have I got an AI ladder for you? We're gonna surely, Jay, we're gonna turn around and say, oh no, our data's ready. But how do we know it's really ready? Yeah, so um, I think the truth is nobody really understands the uh, lack of preparation that's required to get the data to you, all right? And what I mean by that is you don't know if the data is good quality, poor quality, useful or not, until you get down the road of actually using it. And you could spend two weeks working on a project, um, working with some data that you thought was you know, perfect, only to realize towards the end that the results that you're getting from your machine learning model are perhaps not what you anticipated. And so um, the idea of the business ready data is to use a process that we call data ops to organize your data automatically so that then um, it can have, you can easily find the correct data, you understand its trust, you can make a decision based on the different dimensions of that data, whether or not 
you want to go and use it before you go and waste all your time using it only to find that it doesn't give you what you need. But does that require me to hire a whole bunch of data scientists to make all this happen, Jay? Uh, no, um, and that's really the, the kind of the, the art of what we're doing here. So data ops is a process whereby you really automate the understanding um, of the data. So things like being able to, once you've collected your data, being able to understand its quality and automate the way in which you can determine its quality and capture that information inside the metadata. Being able to understand where the data has come from automatically through data lineage and data provenance capabilities. Um, understanding the different dimensions on the data from a business perspective. So can you automatically detect uh, credit card numbers, for example, and then being able to mask that, those credit card numbers from individuals as they're trying to consume it? All of that technology, all of those capabilities are possible through data ops using um, the technology inside the organized step of the AI ladder. And so you don't need an army of uh, data stewards and data scientists to be able to manage that process. Data ops really automates a huge amount of that process for you so that your teams can focus much more on uh, using and consuming data rather than trying to find it and understand it. So, um, you know, you see a lot in the papers, I guess, or in the news one way or another, about companies that are getting getting fined because of privacy or the lack of privacy or something got out or there was a breach or you know fill in that blank how do things like data privacy or compliance or setting up some sort of security policies play in the organized step uh jay uh they're, they're fundamental to it so there's really there's really two big drivers um that are coming into play here so the, the privacy piece number one, and the um, risk associated with um, breaking those regulatory rules. We've seen industry fines from you know, large companies that have perhaps broken those rules, um, and therefore companies are worried right, about how they can protect themselves from fines, but also protect um, their customers' confidence in their brands to make sure that they're happy to have their data captured or be a customer of that company because they're confident that the data is, is, is going to be uh, protected. But second to that is, and somewhat contradictory, is organizations now recognize they need to start to use the value of their data, um, and therefore they need to expose that data to data scientists, data citizens, so that they can consume it. But how do they do that in a way whereby sensitive data is still protected? So it's really fundamental to that organized part of the ladder um, whereby we can use data ops to understand what the data is, understand who's trying to use it for what purpose, and then ensure that the correct actions are taken upon that data so that that individual can still get value from the data without breaking any rules as to how that data should be used or, or visible. And that's why things like automatic data masking, for example, um, are so fundamental to that organized part of the ladder. Of the ladder. So it would be things like uh, masking social security numbers or employee numbers or telephone numbers and things like that, date of birth, all those things that, that kind of lead to uh, identity theft, right? Yeah, exactly. And this, this all used to be done manually. 
you'd have armies of data stewards that would be looking at data physically to determine, yeah, that's their social security numbers in there. But that kind of works on a, on a, on a small scale. But as soon as you've got lots of data and lots of disparate data that, you know, doesn't, that, and, and dirty data, that perhaps social security numbers are buried down somewhere in random columns, that's extremely difficult and risky to then expose that data to the consumer. So by being able to use machine learning based algorithms to detect within the data where those sensitive values exist and being able to mask them on the fly saves a huge amount of overhead as well as minimizing risk to each individual company. So um, data pipelines, I heard data stewards, data ops is new, data lakes, data catalogs, data warehouses, data scientists, bingo. I feel like I've just won a technology bingo there. No, what no, no, no. You forgot about dirty data, Steve. Dirty data. Because <laughs> it has data, but I was looking for data in the front. But as a business, Jay, what do I really need to know and go do? So I think the key part is if you recognize that you need to start to democratize your data, put it in the hands of your data science uh, and data citizen community, so that you can derive value from that data and differentiate your business. You can't do that unless you are utilizing metadata management systems, data governance technologies, data catalogs, data quality technologies that are fully integrated to capture business ready data so that those individuals can focus on delivering value to the business and having a uh, automatic machine learning enhanced set of capabilities that do that so that you're producing a, a data ops practice around that uh, th those capabilities that's how you're going to be able to accelerate your journey to derive value from your data so Jay I have a two-part question right so the first part of it's going to be it, it's not just IBM as a provider out there of AI and in, in terms of a vendor but what are in general vendors doing to help this kind of journey to AI because it's all new and different right it's not something that we've been doing over the last 10-15 years and exactly it's just really a new space so besides IBM and all the rest of the guys out there what is everybody doing to help this journey yeah so um, probably the most uh, obvious thing that I've noted over the last sort of couple of years is the growing need for a data catalog so the idea of the data catalog is that it provides a Amazon-like experience, Amazon.com-like experience where anyone can go and find any information that has been uh, thrown into the catalog. Now, the challenge with that is a lot of these data catalogs basically act as a simple index for the data that you have across your business, but they don't have any way to recognize the value of the data, the quality of the data, um, and effectively, just garbage gets put in there, which means obviously your data, your data consumption community are getting garbage out of the catalog to then go and feed into their machine learning models. All right, so that's a real big challenge, and that really gets back to our point on business-ready data. By having the ability to catalog your data, but drive into the quality, understand its lineage, understand its provenance, Providing business-ready data into that catalog then gives you the benefit further up the run of the ladder. So, so data catalog is really the, the, the big um, 
uh, buzzword in the market at the moment. And um, unfortunately, everyone's building a data catalog and I don't think they're necessarily solving the problem that is going to be caused by ensuring your consumers have got accurate, trustworthy data to go and be productive with. So one of the big buzzwords, Jay, at the moment, which brings me into the second part of what I wanted to ask you is business-ready data, right? So let's assume my, my, my data is business-ready per se. Is it possible to create a hybrid experience across all the AI providers? Is that, is that also a thing? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I think by your question, you're saying you know, that data lives everywhere. Yeah. Right. So you're going to have typical organization will have data in DB2 and Oracle databases, perhaps they'll have data in a data lake, maybe running on Hadoop. They'll have uh, some S3 instances running on you know, a third party cloud somewhere, some data in Salesforce, whatever. Um, and key to uh, being able to derive value from that data is to organize that data in a um, standardized way. So these data catalogs need to be able to catalog information across all these different sources, across the uh, hybrid cloud environment, um, and be able to apply the same governance, uh, the same quality against that data to serve it up in a uh, cohesive format to those consumers. So it's really about you know, data everywhere for everyone. And by doing that, you still have to provide the governance uh, around it. Um, and that's, that's really at the heart of the Business Ready Data Foundation. Good, good, good explanation, I like that. So, so as we kind of wind up here, Jay, uh, what are two key walkaway points that you'd want our listeners to remember about the organized run? Um, okay, yeah, sure. So. Uh, the organized run really is, uh, you can't skip it, all right? It's fundamental for you to derive value out of uh, the, f the further rungs of the ladder. If you don't organize your data effectively and efficiently, then you may as well, you know, uh, not bother with the, the data science and the data citizen piece because those individuals are going to spend all their time looking for information and wasting their time building inaccurate models. So organize is fundamental to differentiate how your teams can be productive uh, with data. And I think the other, the other takeaway piece is, as part of that organization, as part of exposing your information to, uh, to consumers, then you really need to think uh, cohesively around how, or comprehensively around governance, quality, uh, enforcement of policies, uh, data lineage, all of that information feeds into providing uh, that business-ready foundation for those consumers. Um, just throwing up a data catalog and putting data in it is not going to give you what you need. So our, our, our next um, episode, that's our third rung on the ladder, is Analyze. And we've got Chris Zobler is going to come and talk to us. What can we expect to hear from Chris? Um, I think from Chris, you're going to hear a lot about the challenges uh, that uh, users from in the Analyze Run are facing. Um, whether you're a data scientist or you're an analytics user, they need data and they need to find ways in which they can quickly make a decision on if this is the right data for them to use and can they get value from it. 
Um, so I think you're going to hear a lot from Chris around how uh, that Business Ready Foundation through the organised one is critical for those, uh, those consumers to be successful. So Jay, thanks Emil for coming on and explaining the complexities or maybe not actually complexities in terms of what we taught with our data, just ensuring that it's business ready is quite important from basically everything that you said. So basically, um, at this stage, thanks Emil for coming on the show and informing us all around uh, business ready data. No problem at all. Thank you very much. And guys, for myself and Steve, as always, thanks for joining in. See you next time on the IBM Cloud Podcast.